If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Coming to you live from the heartland, Sean McGuire here. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge radio show all about how changes in healthcare and insurance and Obamacare is going to affect you, your family, and your business. So glad to be back. We've been doing this show for nearly five years, and there's never a shortage of things to talk about, including this week, all of the uh, information starting to come out as open enrollment has began in the individual marketplace, and people are getting all sorts of letters from insurance companies telling them that their policies have been canceled they might have to switch insurance companies their networks might change and it has created an awful lot of outrage from all places all over the country probably one of the hardest hit places state of arizona uh, receiving 167 percent premium increases in certain instances and also certain counties without an insurer on the marketplace meaning that folks that uh, are trying to benefit from the program are not able to because of all of the rapid changes. And so this show is going to be uh, focused about uh, all of the things. We're about halfway through our, our ongoing benefits series, and we're going to be joined later in the program by Stuart Slonen, who is uh, a contributor to the show. And we're going to be taking a look at the middle of open enrollment and the, the topic in particular, in-network versus out-of-network surprise medical charges and what can be done about them. And I think a lot of you are going to be receiving, like I said, these letters. If you have not, you're going to have to make pay close attention that there's not any network changes in your plan because that it could affect your doctor. You might have to pay a bigger portion of, of the price for those services. And that's what we're going to be taking a look at. At this week, we're going to look at the marketplace dynamics and what's going on. Uh, we're going to be looking at issues of less choice, less choice out there. We're going to be looking at issues of how HMO-style networks are making a comeback. It seems like history is always about to repeat itself. Uh, the HMO networks were bigger several years ago, uh, almost coming full circle, and uh, we're, we're going to uh, maybe have more narrow networks out there uh, for us. Um, regularly uh, to, to check out. Also going to be uh, looking at the best health plan for you. There's going to be different options. These carriers have different options available. Uh, which one is the best for you? And then finally, um, what should you be doing when you uh, take a look at the, the hospitalist, uh, the questionnaire uh, when they um, are taking or when they are discharging you? Uh, important things to, to look at. And then finally, uh, what, to, what to look at uh, when it comes to a good insurance. Uh, what are the surprise uh, medical bills you might be receiving? And uh, what are th these strategies that you can utilize to 
uh, go ahead and make uh, make those things uh, to uh, to avoid any, uh, I guess, uh, traps that might be out there. And so let's just go ahead and get down to it. We're joined by Stuart Sloan, president of State Consulting, uh, contributor to America's Healthcare Challenge, uh, really helpful in putting together these the this series that we're trying to bring to you as a service to help you uh, understand what's going on, uh, give you some peace of mind to know that uh, there is a resource for you to to help you with with these things. And and Stuart, welcome back to the show. I uh, set things every everything up here, uh, but let's take a look at uh, some of the dynamics in the marketplace. Uh, lots of questions out there. Uh, what's really going on from your perspective? Well, I'm sure everybody's seeing a lot of different uh, uh, you know, things going on all at the same time. <clears throat> Basically, what's happening, Sean, is uh, there's growth in the overall spending in health care, uh, which we're seeing now. But it, in middle-class families, their share of the tab is getting much larger. Uh, their spending across uh, the economy has reached 18% of gross domestic uh, product uh, as of June, the most recent uh, uh, you know, filling of, of these things. Middle-class households are, are finding uh, more of their health care costs are coming out of their, their own pockets. And the story of, of America, it's really three Americas. One group, the rich, uh, you know, can afford health care easily. The poor can access uh, public assistance. But for lower middle-to-income Americans, the income struggles and the health care struggles together are a major issue that they're having to deal with. Yeah, and it's also compounded in certain states, for example, uh, not expanding Medicaid, creating another coverage gap also. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Wow. Um, You know, a a June Brookings Institute study found that middle-class, middle-income households uh, now devote a larger share of their spending on health care, 8.9%, which is a rise over previous years. Uh, workers weren't the only ones feeling the pain. Uh, employers, you know, who typically uh, pay for about 80% of those costs, they're seeing the same thing, uh, fairly a substantial increase over the last five to six years. Right. Yeah. So uh, people are getting hit from from both from all sides. Both sides. Yeah. Um, and does that um, I mean, is that because of a lack of competition? I mean, we seem to see a dwindling of in, of insurer offerings out there. Well, that's part of it. But, again, you have to look at the segment of, that we're talking about, John, which is the folks under 65 covered through employer plans, which is what our discussion is today. Deductibles for individual workers have soared in the last five, six years. They've risen 67% since 2010, the passage of the ACA. Um, a Kaiser study recently saw that insurance claims – found that patient cost-sharing rose by 77% since only 2004, and has driven uh, by a 256% increase, jump, in deductible payments. So even people who are insured are having problems uh, paying their medical bills. Mm -hmm. And also, aren't um, providers getting a little bit more aggressive in their collection techniques, too? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they they are obviously because of necessity. So 8% of American households spending went through health care costs. doesn't leave a lot left on on the plate, you know, to take care of other expenses. Right, and and it's continuing to grow also. At what point Mm -hmm. can they um, deduct their medical expenses? 
That's an interesting question. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, up until the ACA, it was 7.5% of their adjusted gross income. What the ACA did was to increase that to 10% of adjustable gross income. So unless out-of-pocket expenses really grow to that point, the out-of-pocket expenses, the increases we're talking about today, are non-deductible, John. Wow. That hurts. It really it really does, and I know that um, – there, there is a plan. Some a plan. Uh, one of the presidential candidates uh, in their pla- health care plan looks to uh, allow those to be deductible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might be that might really help a lot of people. Well, obviously, and you and I have talked about this over many of these shows. Uh, we're we're looking for some major changes in 2017. Mm-hmm. Once a new Congress and a new president, uh, you know, takes office. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, we uh we should uh we're moving on here to uh, uh what what is the biggest concern uh, when when we we're when we we're putting the, the show together uh, I I noticed that and um uh, I actually thought it was choice but uh, that's actually not the top concern what is it the top concern for well employees? again let's back up uh, one topic here not only are are insurers feeling what's going on but so are insurers uh, under intense pressure to curb costs. Uh, by the ACA, uh, plans that offered limited choices of doctors and, and hospitals are predominating today. And uh, 75% of what's being offered uh, will likely be, in 2007, will likely be HMO-type plans or something similar to that, or even EPOs. So you're having less choice. Uh, think about this, less choice and more cost. That's really what consumers in the in the employer space are facing for 2017. Not a not a good forecast, huh? Nope, not at all. Yeah. So, as <laughs> which one do you think is is a bigger concern, cost or choice? Well, and that's <laughs> that's the next part of our, our discussion here. Uh, it's cost, not choice, is the top concern of uh, most consumers today. Millions of people are buying insurance. Uh, that have one feature in mind. It's not finding a favorite doctor or even a trusted company. It's how much or precisely how little they can pay for premiums in each month. Uh, And for many of them, especially those who are healthy, all the prices are too high. So the unexpected focus really, and particularly we'll see it drastically this year for 2017, uh, has contributed to hundreds of millions of dollars in losses among the country's top insurers, uh, as fewer healthy people are expected to sign up. Mm-hmm. So the marketplace has and continues to be, it's unsustainable the way it's structured, John. Most people with health insurance get it through their employers or through government programs like Medicare or Medicaid. Mm-hmm. And they're they're getting hammered as well. Uh, oh, interest- ab- absolutely. Interesting point uh, on this cost and the decisions that uh, or just how people are essentially making their decision based on cost. I mean, is that necessarily the best strategy? Well, you know, you know, which which poison is 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 right. more lethal? Yeah. You know, <laughs> in terms of X amount of dollars coming out of a paycheck, and you have to pay an insurance premium and or out of pocket costs for whatever health and ser- uh, services you've utilized, or you know, to pay the rent or to pay the mortgage or to pay other family expenses. You know, what comes first? Right. And so cost is a major, major concern 
coming into the 2017 marketplace. It's it's the biggest concern that consumers have today, particularly since we acknowledge that most of the healthcare is coming, uh, you know, from the employer area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What types of increases are we seeing out there? Well, again, we're looking at both small and larger employer uh, marketplace increases anywhere from the low teens Mm -hmm. to something in the mid-20s to almost in the 40% areas for groups that obviously have a lot of claims uh, problems and have a lot of uh, insured that are are going for medical care of various sorts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The numbers are in the double digits, in other words, Sean. Uh, again, it's it's how small is the group? Uh, what are the health concerns that are going on within the group, um, and the people that are insured in those employer uh, provider or sponsored plans? Uh, what are they paying for the for the programs that have been selected? Mm-hmm. It's it's in the double digit area, Sean. In, in answer to your question, that is just an awful lot of money for uh, mm-hmm. for for these folks. I mean, what type? What type of dollars and cents numbers would we be looking at for a company? Well, you're probably looking at the low end of five, six hundred dollars, you know, per employee for mm-hmm. an individual. Sure. Anywhere uh, up to uh, possibly eight hundred dollars, depending upon what type of plan mm-hmm. uh, that the group has selected. Um, and again, uh, the heavier the claims of that particular group, the more expensive the costs are going to be. So if it's a so you may be you may be talking in some markets, Sean. Let me just jump in here. In some markets, you may be looking at the family component of that, anywhere from twelve hundred to twenty two twenty five hundred dollars a month. Mm. Think of that in in the context of someone paying for a mortgage. Yeah. Well, and think about how much a twenty percent increase would be if they have a hundred people or. You know, to make math easy, I mean, they have a hundred people on the plan, and then they have to come up with an extra one hundred to five hundred dollars per person, depending mm-hmm. on their situation. Uh, that that's just uh, really hurting a lot of people. And um, you know, and the thing here, I think we should mention to the folks is that in both the small employer and the large employer marketplace, there will be people who will attempt to go to the marketplace in lieu of accepting their employer's uh, you know, benefit plan, which is always a better deal than going to the marketplace. If they go, they're going to wind up you know, seeing uh, you know, prices that are far in excess of what the employer is providing. And then you've got to pay your play uh, responsibility of those employees, let alone the employers. But let's talk about the employees what their liability is. Right now, it's $695 per person in 2016. That's going up next year for the individual employee, for the employee plus spouse, and for the ch- for the children. Mm-hmm. So as bad as the numbers you and I are talking about, John, it's going to be gargantuan next year. And those are non-deductible costs. You're talking about the penalty, right? Yes. Okay. I am. And it would be for every individual, and right? That's correct. So a family would have to come up with, I mean, at worst, at minimum, it's a greater of 2.5% of their income or, or 695 a person. No, 2.5% of their income or $2,025 as right. a maximum. Mm-hmm. 
So that's they, a lot of money coming into the household, Sean, based on what we're talking about here today. Right, right. And so it really starts to to start. We're trying to show the theme that it looks like everybody's going to have to be paying more. We're up against the timeout. Uh, anything more here uh, before we uh, we we step aside for a couple of minutes, and then we'll rejoin as um, and look at what uh, patients are going to have to be dealing with as a result of this. Let's let's take that time out, and then we'll proceed, Sean. Okay, great. Thanks. Uh, more with Stuart Slonen, president of SIG Consulting, here on America's Healthcare Challenge, the first and most listened to radio program on uh, the Affordable Care Act and uh, all of the changes in, in healthcare, giving you uh, what you need to make the necessary decisions coming as a result of uh, all of these uh, massive changes. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be looking at... Um, what all this means for you as a patient, is that going to be more financial responsibility? Uh, I think we both know the answer, but uh, we'll let you know uh, when we return. This is America's Healthcare Challenge online at facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. Sometimes I feel like I'm gone, I won't. Sometimes I won't let the sound 